Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Android Central podcast. My name is Shruti Shaker. I'm a writer here. Actually, sorry, I'm not. I am a writer, but I'm I'm now the managing editor of Android Central. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we've heard you guys or spoken to you guys, rather. Um, as you can tell, I can't talk for some reason. Uh, but let me introduce uh, my guest today, my favorite people ever, Jerry Hildenbrand. Hello, hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? Have you also forgotten how to talk? No, I just wanted to yell. <laughs> All right. And I've got Nick Sutrick. Hello, hello. Hiya, hiya. Oh, Try, gosh. Trying okay. to wake up still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick Nick did the, the big mistake of taking a nap before this podcast, and now he's... All Ugh. groggy. <laughs> I have I have lots of tea with me, thankfully. So, <laughs> all right. Um, we we have only three of us today uh, because I guess well everyone's really busy. Life is life is somehow busy. I don't know how, but everyone's busy working on Prime Day stuff, and you know we're we're gonna try and keep this a short and fun episode. Um, so let's get right into it. So Jerry, you wrote a fan freaking tastic article. Um, it was published about five days ago, called You Probably Don't Need to Buy a New Phone Next Year. And you don't. Um, <laughs> Save your money. Save your money. Well, I mean, the, the whole premise of it is is um, talking about sustainability and um, why we shouldn't we shouldn't need to to buy a new phone every single year. But what, who is the demographic you're referring to? Because not everyone buys a new phone. No, I was writing for the nerds that read Android websites on a Saturday like me, because they're mm-hmm. the people that buy a new phone way too often. How many people of those are, are do you think are out there? Like in the, in the more than you think. Really? Yes. It's not like the number is huge, but it's enough of a number that they're noticeable and they aggregate. Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you work for an Android website, you will realize that a large portion of your audience are those people who are really ingrained in tech. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which and I I want to say I I want to pretend that I wrote that for altruistic reasons and I want to save the environment and stuff. No, it's because I'm cheap and I just don't want to spend any money. <laughs> well, no, and I I think I, I mean a, a point to make as well is I you know and and this is something that Nick has brought up in the past with like the features that we have on our phones. I mean, not only are we getting so many features, but also like these phones are still good. You know, if you're buying a one-year-old phone, right? So, like, let's say yeah. Samsung comes out with its S23. The S22 is still good. It's not like it's garbage. But for some reason, we've we've become the society where we need that next new brand. And the one that's right below it is, is garbage. How did we get to that point? It's our fault, the three of us. And people who do what we do for a living. Yeah, it's true. We we do nothing but hype these products. And they are worth hyping. Uh, they, they are cool st- things. And I can understand how, you know, you want to be drawn to buy the new cool thing. But if you sit back and look at it, the Galaxy S23 isn't going to have any useful feature upgrades over the S22. It's just not. It's going to have some upgrades and new features, but they're not going to be you know, an, enough to justify you spending another thousand bucks to buy one. You know, I also think it, 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 we, 
as in like the three of us and, and probably the enthusiasts that are out there are reading about and learning about this technology on an everyday basis. But I, I kind of want to go back to like um, the average audience. And I say this because I, I, I kind of had a moment as you were talking just now, and I was thinking about back when I was like 18 or like 19 years old before I was a tech writer. And um, I, I remember I wasn't thinking about tech on a day-to-day basis. I was just basically like, I need to get through university without failing. <laughs> that was like my primary goal. But like, you know, I would, I, I, let's say I had the iPhone, whatever that year. And because I hadn't thought about a phone or anything for a whole year, when I saw the next iPhone, it was just instantly, I was just like enamored by it. I was like, oh my God, my phone's so old. Oh my goodness. I need to upgrade because I didn't have technology on my mind on a day-to-day basis. And I think to those general people, like, what would you say to them to, so that they, cause, and, and part of the reason it's not, again, yeah, part of it is our, we're the, we're the fault. Like we, we write about this stuff, but it's also the marketing that comes out of yes, that's, these big companies, right? My, my word of advice to anybody who might be listening and is not ingrained in technology, do not listen to the advertisements you see on the web or the television do not listen to the person at the Verizon store that's trying to sell it to you. Nod your head, say yes. When they walk away, pick up the demo unit, play with it, and see if it's worth spending all that money. Yeah. Only you know. I I also think, you know, Shruti, like you were saying, when you were younger and you saw the new phone come out and you're like, oh man, I got to have that. That's also because there used to be a much bigger gap in these yearly releases, right? Like Mm, you went from one iPhone to the next and all of a sudden it has a fingerprint scanner on it. And you're like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) for sure. Like there were really big deal features for a while that, I mean, you could probably upgrade every year and be really happy with that because there were significant hardware advancements. Whereas, you know, these days, it's not really the case anymore. Most of the time it's their iterative updates you might have something like Jerry said, really cool come out, but most of the time it's not some major defining feature or a major thing that you really need to go get. It's typically just, well, I haven't upgraded in three years. I'll go get a new one. And of course the camera's going to be better. Of course the screen's going to be better. Things like that, right? But so, it's got to be better enough. Right. And and that's I mean, it. Like I, I feel like we're getting to a point of diminishing returns where people are going to start slowing that down because it's not as exciting. I hope so. That's the first step to lower phone prices. I wonder, too, if that's why a company like Apple is so successful because they don't come out with exactly what its competition has done right away, right? Like, we had this conversation about the Samsung Fold um, and how foldables were sort of starting to make it big scene in, in the market, but Apple still has not come out with a foldable device. I mean, obviously, part and parcel, that's because Apple wants to get its product right. And Apple has always been a type of company that, you know, is slow to the game. But when it comes out, it's like it really delivers whatever it's trying to release. But I think it also plays into that narrative, Nick, of what you're saying, which is like, when Apple will come out with that foldable device, it'll be so far along the road where it feels like a brand new thing and it's worth getting. Does that, like, does that make sense? Yeah. 
And you have to remember, these companies that make these products are not your friend. Do you know the only thing Apple cares about a foldable phone is if it can have a 40% profit margin. It'll I mean, release yeah. one when it can have a 40% profit margin and sell in large numbers. Not a moment before. That means Apple doesn't care about you. You are nothing but a number and a piggy bank to Apple. Samsung, yeah. Google, all the same. These yeah. companies, you don't exist to them. You're just a number. Of course. And that makes sense, right? And even even for Google, um, it's all about the numbers. It, it, it's yep. how many phones will their operating system or like their software be on, right? Um, which, 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 which Google in a unique position here because quite frankly, I'm I'm convinced Google doesn't give a flying F about the Pixel brand. <laughs> I mean, they just don't. They 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 put up some billboards a couple years ago to try to advertise it, and they, they don't put any of their marketing muscle behind their products because they don't have to. Google makes money even if your phone's ten years old, as long as you're seeing their ads. I mean, it's true. And also, if you think about it, everyone who's, I mean, maybe not everyone, but a, a lot of people who use iPhones are still using Gmail, Google Maps, oh, yeah. um, spreadsheet, you know, all of that, all of those things, slides on their on their phone. So, yeah, I mean, it, it Google loves sense. Apple as a company just as much. That's why they work so hard on their applications in the App Store. Oh, of course. A hundred percent. Um. Well, okay. So, I mean, I guess the concluding statement to that is don't get a new phone. <laughs> uh, no, it depends. If if you've got a phone that's getting old and the upgrades seem significant to you and or, or you see something you really have to have, yeah, you know, decide if you want to spend the money. But don't just do it just for the sake of having something new. We're, we're beyond that now. No, and, and I, I would agree too. I mean, um, I, I actually had a conversation with my partner about this. Um, we were talking about, um, you know, when we want to upgrade our phones and, and all of that stuff. And um, he was saying, you know, I, the, the older I get, the the more I want to keep the phone that I have because I really like the phone that I'm currently using and whatever, whatever. But but then I made a point and I, I think he agreed with me, which is that you shouldn't have a phone that's older than five years old, five to six years old. And I I only say that because of the technology that's out there that's Com compatible with an older phone, right? Like the older your phone is, the less compatible it will be. And yeah, okay, Google and Apple are doing updates and stuff like that. But I think, I think it's worth updating your phone. I don't know. That's just what I think. Maybe you I wish I could go back to my old BlackBerry. <laughs> I think a lot of people would. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to talk about Prime Day or I don't know. I don't I don't really care about talking about Prime Day, but uh, oh, I, I want to talk about Prime Day for for a second because of course you're probably listening to this on Monday, July 11th. Prime Day is July 12th and 13th. Um, oh crap, we, that's next week. Yeah, yes, Jerry, that's next yes. week. <laughs> uh, but I I want to talk about scams um, because that is something that happens almost around every prime shopping day experience, whether it's Prime Day, Black Friday, um, Boxing Day, you know, all of these like major shopping events, there's always scams. And 
we recently wrote an article um, about new stats that came out from NordVPN. They did a study um, and they saw that 60% of consumers indicated they were, they are not able to, are, are not confident they can identify any Amazon scams and that um, Amazon scams have gone up 500%. That's coming from the Federal Trade Commission, which is insane. That's 500% since June 2020. Explain um, what you mean by the Amazon scams. Okay, so essentially what that would mean is, you know, a lot of, uh, during these times, uh, you, you know, a lot of people will get deal emails. Um, some some of them can be legitimate. Some of them, you know, if you sign up for like newsletters or, or specific companies that also sell on Amazon, they might sell uh, send a newsletter or like an email just being like, hey, our products are going on sale. And so what ends up happening is scammers will take this moment and you know, basically take advantage of this moment and send an email that would very much look like uh, an a deal, kind of saying something like, oh, you know, there's these really awesome deals for headphones and phones. Go to this link and it, claiming that it's an Amazon link. It, even the link might even have the word Amazon or AMZN or something like that, that looks like it's a link that would redirect to Amazon. And then typically what happens is you would click on it and um, some kind of malware or malware software is installed onto your computer, giving the ability for the scammer to get access to everything in your accounts, in your emails. Um, or it could mean that you your information gets sent to the scammer. So by doing so, you know, you're I I think a lot of people don't realize that that there are scams like this out there. That's I think that's one of the biggest issues. And that's sort of what NordVPN has come out and stated that 60% of consumers are not confident in identifying these Amazon scams. And um that that's really troublesome, at least for me. I I I always think about these specific holidays and I'm like, there's a lot of scammers out there and fraudsters who want to take advantage of people. It's troublesome for everybody because oh, yeah. truthy, if someone gets access to your email accounts, there's a very good chance that gives them an easy track to access other people. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. So don't, don't think, well, I'm smart. This doesn't affect me. No, it affects you. A hundred percent. And so I guess, um, how do we tell? How can we figure this out? How do, how do we help our, our listeners? The, the first thing you should do, even if you hate it, is this week, next week, and the week after, use Google Chrome. Right. Official Google Chrome from Google because they will tell you before you visit one of these websites. Oh, yeah. There's usually that that blocker that comes yep. up that says this is a, a, a weird website or something, right. right? And unless you know what you're doing... Just trust them and say, okay, and don't go there. If if you know what you're doing, you can bypass that and visit it. But if you don't know what you're doing and you need to rely on Google, just trust their judgment just these few weeks out of the year. And then no, you can go back to using whatever you want. Isn't there also a thing with Gmail where they'll also indicate if this email is yeah. looking weird or wonky? That, yeah, and that that's pretty good. But I know their Chrome safe browsing feature is really good at analyzing what websites are trying to do and stopping you from visiting them. That's good. So yeah. That's why I always recommend. And that goes for your phone, your computer, whatever. Just use 
Chrome from Google and and you you'll be not you know, I'm not saying you'll be fine, but there's a better chance you'll be fine. Uh, I think the other thing, too, is just paying attention to the email. <clears throat> One thing that I've I've noticed, at least, is a lot of the times these emails will have like misspellings or they don't have like they have disjointed sentences. Um, and then, like I mentioned, with that email address, like let's say they say click on this email to go or click on this link that will take you to the deal. Make sure that 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 link has HTTPS because again, and maybe Jerry, you can correct me, but if I'm not mistaken, HTTPS is so critical in in any yeah. Link. You should you should never visit a, a site that doesn't have encryption in the traffic. But I'm going to go a step further and say, don't ever click a link on an email from somebody you don't know. Oh yeah, for sure. And the the problem is that. The link, even if you inspect the email, the link is just going to be from a URL shortener. And you're not going to know where it's actually taking you. True. That's very true. And, the, the you know, another thing you can do is check the sender. If you get an email from Amazon, it's going to say Amazon.com as the last part of the email address. It may say marketing. It may say something else, dot dash. But then it'll say Amazon.com, not Amazon.co.uk or Amazon.cn or AMZ.to. None of that crap is Amazon. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Well, that being said, that is our PSA. Watch out for Amazon scams, guys. It's not fun. I have to admit, when I saw that headline before I read it, I thought it was about the price gouging scams. Yeah, I actually, I did too at first. I, I was going to say real quick, one more thing you can do if you're on either desktop or mobile, in your web browser when you're visiting a page before you buy something, if you click on the URL or look at your URL thing, there's a little like lock icon. Click on that lock icon and click on the connection is secure word. <gasps> oh, yeah. And it'll tell you if the certificate is valid. So if it's like Android Central, you'll see certificate was issued to androidcentral.com. Like, you know, it's a legit site. And oh, Amazon will say the same thing. It says amazon.com certificate. If it's somebody else's, it won't say that. <laughs> right. So, and, you know, that that's not perfect because... No, there are ways around it. But most most but, likely, these yeah, scammers... If, yeah, go ahead. If you need to rely on that, just trust what the browser tells you. Right. I you know, if, if if it says that the certificate is invalid because it's expired or from a different country than the originator, just trust them. Don't don't say, well, that's OK. It's still good. It's just from, you know, Canada instead of Mexico. No, just trust them. Yeah, I think that's a smart thing to do. Uh, great. So that's our that's our discussion on Amazon Prime Day. I don't want one talk more about- thing real oh, okay. quick on Prime Day. Uh, <laughs> if you can. Do your Prime Day shopping from some sort of machine with a desktop browser. Oh, yes. And yes. use the Honey extension and look at the past price. Because what I thought this whole discussion was going to be about is a large number of sellers have been increasing the prices slowly on their products for the last four or five weeks. And then the day before Prime Day, they'll cut them down to what they were before and they can say it's 30% off for Prime. 
Yeah, that's uh, that was not what the story was at all, no, Jerry. But, but that's what I thought it was. <laughs> but you can you can defeat that trick by using something like the Honey extension, or there's other websites and tools you can use that track prices over time, and you can see if you're getting scammed. So don't get scammed on price gouging, and don't get scammed by fraudsters, guys. Right. That's our PSA for you. Thank you. And we're done. No, I'm just kidding. We, we still have more to talk about. <laughs> uh, I don't know um, why this next feature hasn't been available yet, but I want to talk about WhatsApp. Dear old, good old WhatsApp, uh, working on a new privacy feature that the article literally says WhatsApp is working on a new privacy feature. It should have had years ago. And I agree, it should have, had year, should have been there years ago. But um, we now, well, on WhatsApp, obviously there are certain privacy features that are there. You can limit, you know, who can see, uh, when you've last been, um, online, you can also limit, uh, read receipts, um, so that people don't see when you've read something. Um, there's just a whole bunch of privacy features, but one, uh, that has been spotted, uh, in terms of its development is, um, the ability to hide your online status to specific people. Uh, I guess they are, it's, I guess it's like a stealth mode type of situation, uh, where you can kind of determine who you want to see you online or not. I think this is kind of funny because it's like, if you don't like someone and they're talking to you, you can just kind of hide your status. Or if you have a stalker or something, you can hide your status. But, um, I just think this is interesting. Or you can message me and I'll tell them to leave you the F alone. Yeah. There or you that. Go. Yeah. Don't there be afraid go. to confront idiots online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think it took WhatsApp too long for this thing? I, I don't know. I feel like WhatsApp has been perpetually behind on <laughs> everything <laughs> forever. <laughs> I don't know. True. Yeah. I, I wouldn't use an app that didn't let me decide when somebody knew when I looked at a message. I just won't. That that's for me. That's that's not. Can I counter that for just a second? Yeah, but I'm not going to agree with you. Uh, you might once I tell you my reasoning behind it. Okay. Maybe. Um, there are some folks who suffer from a certain type of um, anxiety. I, I am one of those people. I've gotten a lot better about it now. Where if if I if I'm sending a message and I I don't know if they've seen it or not. It's not because I want them to respond back to me, but I just want to make sure that it's been delivered and they see it. So I, I do like the read receipts, um, feature because it makes me feel less anxious, but that's like a social anxiety thing that I have. So I think that's the only reason why I would like it, but I'm getting better at it. Well, I'm sorry, but no, I still don't agree with you. That's <laughs> you. Uh, I, I feel for you. But invading my privacy to alleviate your social anxiety is not a fair trade. Fair enough. I, but, you know, if it was you, I would just message you and say, I saw this, relax. Yes, that's true. I guess people also need to be better about yeah, that. Yeah, I but mean, if, if I knew that that's how you are, and now that I know, I'll tell you, I saw this, just hold your britches, Ruthie. I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all we have to say about the WhatsApp thing. Well, I, I mean, we there's, really there's don't care about WhatsApp to it, but it <laughs> yeah, is, it's nice that it's here. And it, it, especially given the size of WhatsApp, this is a very important feature. Well, I, I mean, my bigger thing is now 
it, before you couldn't hide your online state status. That's new. That's a. I mean, the story infers that that's a new thing. No, I've no, never no. used you, WhatsApp. You can you can okay. hide your your online status. Like you can basically hide when you've la- been last seen online, but now you can limit that to certain people. Oh, okay, that's even or better. Soon, soon, I guess soon you'll be able to limit to certain people. That's, I mean, good because that's that's a must-have option in any online. Yeah, just just more granular privacy permissions are always always welcome. Yeah, especially when they're not buried like they are on freaking Facebook. <laughs> who uses Facebook anymore? I'm sorry. Does anyone actually I, use Facebook? I, I, no. I had to sign up for a Facebook account. It took oh, me an hour to make awful. everything private. That's yeah. awful. And, that's and awful. in a moment, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that, but let's not get to it yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we will. I don't know why I decided to have this, this topic listed as now. We should have spoken about this like right after the first topic that we talked about, which was why you don't need to purchase a new phone next year. And I, and I was talking about the whole idea of how people care about OS updates, but I guess we're, we're talking about it now. So (laughs) essentially we did a poll asking if, uh, you know, our readers enjoy, uh, or care about, um, OS updates and we got some results from that. And so I'm going to read some of those results and you can, you, you guys can then discuss after. But, uh, so the question was, do you care about updates on your Android phone? Uh, the, the poll resulted in 82.75% of readers saying, yes, give me all the updates. <laughs> and that was 5,608 votes. So that's a lot of people. And then 10.9% said, I'm fine as long as I get security updates. 3.41% said, updates are nice, but not a necessity. Who are these 3.41% people? Okay, anyways. People that own Motorola phones. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. Um, and then the last one was 2.94% said they don't really care. So, oh, wait, no, that's the Motorola people. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I would figure that most people like or would want all the updates. Why wouldn't you want your phones to have your updates? Well, first, which category are you in, Shruti and Nick? Oh, I want all the updates, a hundred percent. Nick, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely in the the first category. See, I'm in the second. I don't care about a new operating system as long as my phone does what it does when I bought it, and it gets critical updates to address security issues. But what if you? What if you? What if there was like a new? Okay, like I'll give you an example. So. I really like um uh on on FaceTime you can now share your screen as you're talking to the person. So like my partner and I we like if we're not in the same place we'll, and we're just talking or we're calling each other and we're just like you know whatever catching up I'll be like oh I have a few TikToks for you. I can just click my share screen and then you know we could just watch it at the same time. I just would use a different app that's allowed that you know there's a hundred different ways to do that. Yeah, but then why? Why I don't want a million apps. I want I want one thing to do everything. Yeah, so it wouldn't be FaceTime for me because it doesn't do everything. Okay, fair before, enough. For previous to that, no, I well, I mean, no, I I don't care about most things. I'm not saying there wouldn't be a feature <laughs> that would make me want an a, an update to the operating system, 
But I mean, is that just, you know, these, these tiny iterations, they don't do it for me enough to worry about it. Yeah. See, and on the flip side, I'm the person who enrolls in the beta the second it's available. And I don't really care if it breaks my phone because I just want to use the newest thing. <laughs> and that, that was before I worked here and this was what I got paid to do. You know, like you I just, know, that's I, what I love doing. I think this is a matter of Jerry is old and used BlackBerry. Which Possible. when you got an update, no, you didn't even no, know. But, but, but I also, hmm. I don't necessarily think it's because you're old. I think there is a niceness to the simplicity of phones as well. Like, yes, having updates is fun. I, I'm not in the Nick's category. Like I don't want to try something that could be potentially broken and has to get multiple fixes before. Yeah, I get, like I don't, that. I don't want to be in that category. No offense, Nick. I love you, but <laughs> like, I don't care for that. But I, I also do understand your perspective, Jerry, of like, streamlining your phone so it's just simple like i i get that and i think there are a lot of people out there who who like that uh, updating the operating system is important uh google apple and all of google's partners should strive to update the operating system on every phone that they can still support each and every year but to me that's just not a necessity i'm not going to say no but I'm not going right. to sit around and bitch when it doesn't happen. Yeah. Now, see, I, I even do the same thing with games. Like, I tend to be the one that enrolls in the beta when the game is half developed just so I can give feedback and sort of steer the direction of things, right? Like, I enjoy doing that. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like half automatic. the time I won't even play the thing when it comes out. I just like <laughs> I like I turn that off process. automatic updates so Cheat Engine still works. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Um I, what I would like to know, okay, so, you know, obviously a poll driven by our site would probably be mostly answered by enthusiasts, right? Yep, yep. I would love to see this asked on the street, like, you know, one of those late night talk shows that go on the street and, of New York and ask people some random question. Yeah, and you'll see people whipping out their iPhone 5S. Right. Saying no, I don't I don't know. I don't care. This still works. Cause okay, what what was that that tweet I put in the, the chat like last week? Uh Chris, what's his name from Avengers? I can't remember. The guy who plays Captain America. Yeah. He just upgraded from his iPhone six or six S like last week or the week before. And like thinking thinking about that blows my mind. Because like my mom is still on an iPhone seven or seven S, and I'm I feel like that's ancient. <laughs> and then somebody like that is on an even older phone. And I just, I don't know. I have a hard time comprehending going back that far, right? When Apple releases the next iPhone, the iPhone 7 will be, there have been more phones made since the iPhone 7 than there have been before the iPhone 7 from Apple. Think about that for a minute. That's a, that's crazy to think about. Fascinating statistic. So it is ancient. It just (laughs) doesn't seem that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I guess everyone just has their preferences. It is what it is, guys. And, and no, you know, nobody's wrong because this is your preference. It, yeah, it's more of an interesting case study than anything. It's it's definitely not a criticism. I, no. I, I would like to have everybody care that their mobile device is as secure as it can be. I know that will never happen, but I, I want everyone to care because, again, that goes around to 
if someone has access to your mobile device, there's yeah. a chance I could be in the contacts list. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would agree. Okay. Let's talk about um, the last topic. Back to Facebook. <laughs> Back to Facebook. Uh, so, Nick, you wrote this uh, got published not too long ago, actually. Uh, the title of the article is Meta Finally Kills the Oculus Quest 2 Facebook Account Requirement. This is something that we've been talking about for a few months now. And I think you had even come to me to be like, we need to figure out if this is happening because they announced this was going to happen and then nothing really came of it. Um, so why did it take so long? Well, first of all, tell us what uh, what what exactly is the story. All right. So, yeah, like you said, they had originally announced this back in October last year that this is going to be happening. And then we heard it was total radio silence. We even asked them several times and they either didn't get back to us at all, you know, or told us uh, we have no new, nothing new to share. So basically what's going to happen is sometime next month in August, uh, they haven't given an exact day yet. They're going to be sending out an update and it's going to require all users to register a new meta account um, instead of their Facebook account. They can either do it from scratch or they can use their Facebook account to, you know, have it autofill like you would use Facebook or Google or whatever login to automatically log into another service. Right. And this account will just be for paying for stuff and managing your library. So essentially uh-huh. what oculus accounts were before right there's no purpose to this other than this is your like uh digital ownership account i suppose we'll call it right if digital ownership exists (laughs) ask yourself two basic questions number one who owns meta number two if it's just that why did it take so long it's not this is just facebook finding a new way to yank data from you don't you know read the privacy policy when they publish it you're not going to like it any more than you did the Facebook account. I guarantee it. I guess the question I have, though, it, it sounds very similar to, I mean, obviously the the shady aspect is that it took nine months for this to happen, first of all. And second of all, the fact that it's linked to Facebook, or I know it's meta now, but like, you know, the the existence of Facebook and all of the scandals that Facebook has gone through, that there's that connection to that. But it kind of, it sounds similar to what we do with all of our other gaming accounts, right? Like if you have a PlayStation, yes. you get a PlayStation account. If you have a Nintendo, you have a Nintendo account. If you have, right, like or an Xbox, you have an you have an Xbox 100%. account. Like, yeah, it, it sounds just yeah. similar to that. There was a time you didn't need to do all that, and you just paid for a game, and you installed it, and you played it, whether you know, but, you know, but I guess I, on a computer, I, console, whatever. And then they decided that your data is worth more to them than what you pay for the games. Right. Right. I, and Nick, um, correct, tell me if this this will be the case, but this new new account that you have, will you be able to log in and see like, like, you know, on a, on a PlayStation, you can log in and you can see all the games you've downloaded and all the games that are available in the store and stuff like that. Like, I guess... Is this the direction that that Meta is going in with their Quest yeah. devices? Yeah. So, and and then I also want to cover two other things with this. You have the Meta Horizon profile, and then it not being linked to Facebook anymore, right? So, this Meta account, the main one that you have to make for the system, right, is like I said, it's just for paying for stuff and managing your library. So, when you set up the new account, 
whatever account you have on your quest currently will then have all the stuff transferred over to this new meta account. So basically, it's like nothing happens, right? Other than you're not using your Facebook account now. Um, But what's interesting is that you will also need to sign up for a Meta Horizon profile. Now, that replaces the existing Oculus profile. So, you know, again, it's not like they're reinventing the wheel here. It's it's basically a rebrand. But I think this is actually why it took them nine months, because they have been slowly rolling out Horizon. And if, if you don't know what that is, Horizon Worlds is... I guess we'll call it their metaverse. I really hate using that term for something this specific because metaverse really really entails a lot more stuff, right? It's really annoying that they named it Horizon because every time you say it, I think of Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever that video game is called, (laughs) Horizon. Yep, exactly. It's awful. Why did they do that? Well, there's only so many words in the English language, I guess. I I don't know. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. Anyways, continue. I don't like that they forced this to be a social thing. So with the social thing, right, and I, I've i seen some people bring this up. I don't know. I mean, this just happened, so I haven't been able to really gauge public opinion on if this is mostly acceptable or not. You don't have to make it social, right? Obviously, you have this profile, and the profile includes, like, your username, your avatar, those normal sorts of things. But they don't force you into this, uh, you know, virtual world. It's not like you're turning it on and you're always in that thing. You're still turning it on and you're in your own private house or whatever. When you first make the thing, they have several privacy um, settings that you set up. And I, I like the way they did this because right off the bat, they have, pardon the mouse clicking. I'm like, I'm, I'm going through here trying to find the, the one image. <laughs> so here we go. All right. It's the three settings you can pick right off the bat are open to everyone friends and family only, or solo. So when, you know, you set this account up, you're picking between those three, and those kind of give you an overall, here are your permissions. You know, either you're solo and basically everything's private, or you're open to everyone, everybody can see what you're doing, join in, or somewhere in the middle, right? And then you can Mm -hmm. go in. What, Jerry? Yeah, everything's private unless you're Facebook who has access to all of it. Okay, there's an asterisk to this when I when I say these right. words, right? Yeah, we'll we'll be clear on that. But yeah, you can then no go better in than and Steam. right. You can then go in and further select other more granular settings. You can customize all that and everything. But I, I like that from the get go. I feel like it's a lot more friendly than going on Facebook and signing up for an account. You you know, you're going on there and you're picking one of these three things and it fills out most of those settings right away. I mean, I haven't used it, so I can't be sure. But based on what information we've been given, that's what it looks like. You know what would be even more friendly? Let uh, people use the browser and go to GOG.com and buy content that's tied to their retail account at a store and install it to their uh, Quest quest to whatever you're you've got strapped to your head and do what you like with it without having to involve a company like facebook in it at all they should just sell you the hardware and let you use it but they can't because they're more concerned with your data than you buying their hardware yes and you could use side quest for some of that right 
um, I guess the problem can there... Can you use that without having an active account to have the thing run? No. You see, and that's so the thing. You, you, have, yeah. you have to have an account, a meta account, to use your quest, right? The third it's thing I was... shame. Yeah, I know. Oh, go ahead. I keep interrupting you. No, I'm no, sorry. You're, it just, you're fine. And Jerry's just Jerry's just passionate. I get it. I get it's it. It's a shame these... I, I Companies can't be trusted. Yes. That's the problem. And I don't the disagree Google's with Apple's, you at all. Microsoft, Facebook is the world. Amazon's don't trust them at all. Yeah. And I, I and don't, we're forced to. I don't disagree with you at all there. I guess the issue comes with how do we really fight that other than just not buying the product? We don't. Right. If if you want to enjoy the product, you have to. And right. that's what You're got stuck. me so fired up. Here's the, here's the thing, right? I think... I think this was the thing that we have always been talking about from the beginning, which is the credibility that Facebook has and the fact that it's attached to to Oculus Quest. And also, the day that it chose to rebrand, that was the number one question that was on everyone's yep. mind is, will this mean that face or does this mean that facebook is trying to rebrand itself to try and fix itself and i think jerry if i don't if i recall i think at the time you even had mentioned that like it you know whether or not facebook wants to rebrand itself it still has a problem in its executive and that that yeah. is where things need to get fixed that, that right? baggage is always going to be there yeah, yeah. Uh, you know 20 years from now people will still want to write stories about how Facebook was in the 2020s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what does, what can, okay. So the question is then like, you know, we, we see all of these things that, that Nick has said that, that the quest is going to do and everything that meta is trying to achieve with these, these like, you know, you can, you don't have to connect your account to Facebook. You're trying to, you know, making it more privacy, quote unquote, privacy friendly. What, what, at what point can we start trusting them? At, or Never. will we ever or will we will we ever get to that point? Nope. And and everybody likes to single out Facebook. The only thing different about Facebook is that they got caught doing the same thing all big tech companies do. True. Everything they can to manipulate you and make more money from you. And Facebook got caught and they look like the bad guy, but Whatever product you have right now and you're listening to this on, look at whoever's name is on the back. They're doing the same thing Facebook does. Right. Now, the one thing that I was really happy about with this, I mean, I'm happy with it in general because, like we said, I think you just kind of have to accept there's a level of, right. I don't want to say privacy you have to give up, but there's a level that you have to buy into when you when you get any of these products, right, with, with these accounts. The thing that's really good here is that these meta accounts are not, I guess, inherently social accounts, like I said, right? They're not forcing you onto a social media website. And more right, importantly, that's good. yes, and more importantly, you do not have to link your Facebook or Instagram accounts. You can if yeah, you want. Yeah. But that, those that, are primarily just good. used for actual socializing now versus before, because it was using a Facebook account, if you were posting about politics on your Facebook and you piss somebody off and said something stupid and then you get banned, well, now you can't use your quest. It's literally a brick, right? Which That's sucked. what you get for talking about politics stupid. on Facebook. Yeah, we won't even get into that discussion. It's dumb. Don't I, do it, but whatever. Anyway. I don't, I don't want to, yeah. Well, no, you know, please, a, question, please don't. <laughs> a question I have, Nick, is there a Facebook app 
for the quest? Uh, you mean a meta yes, app? Yes, I think. Because uh, I, 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 I didn't look. I don't even use think Facebook, about that until so now. I'm not yeah. sure. I think so. At the very least, you can use the web browser that's in the headset. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a Chromium browser, you know, whatever. You, you can even sync your, your passwords and stuff with it if you want to use it regularly. But look, I, not I, linking I, this to your social media presence, I think, is really important because now you can't get banned for saying something stupid. And then yes. the thing you spent $300 plus all of your games on is now it's impossible to make a brick, basically, unless right. I don't even know how you get banned from this now. <laughs> and you know, I know I sound like an old man telling everybody to keep off my lawn. And I don't care. That's just who I am. But it it doesn't. If you want to be social on Facebook with your quest and link your accounts and do things with your friends, cool, do it, do it. The only thing that bothers me here is Facebook is trying to sell this as something that it's not. When when the Oculus Rift first came out, the only thing required was a retail account to buy games. You bought hardware, and then you bought games to play on them. And I, I guess there were other utilities, but mostly it was games. Right. Uh, we are so far past that in 2022, no company offers that anymore. No. Yeah. And, and mean, really, that's, that's just it. That's the reality of it, right? Yeah. And I, no I think, company. <laughs> and any, I think what Nick is, and, I, and to an extent, Jerry, you've said this, is like, I think it's it's sort of like buyer beware, right? It's like, you, if you want to get this, note that you are going to be working. I mean, your information will be with Meta, and yeah. we all and know how I, Meta is. Yeah, buyer beware. That even sounds stern. Just, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying that you need to know so you right. can decide if it's a good or bad thing. Right. Right. I think everybody knows what I think. <laughs> yeah and I, we I love what you think though i don't wish worry, i wish digital content rights were different than they are because yep. I, don't, I don't know if you all saw the story today that came out but people who bought studio canal content on the playstation store will not be able yep. to watch it anymore even though they bought it because yeah. of stupid licensing garbage yep like that's <laughs> yeah it's awful but Way, way to punish thing. the people who enjoy your content, Sony yeah. and Studio Canal. Good job, guys. Yeah, you guys are idiots. <laughs> Anyways, anyway. on a lighter note, on a lighter note, um, tell me what made you happy this week that's not work-related. I know I always stump you guys with this question. No, no, I, I, have, I have one. I have one. So I, it hasn't made me happy yet, but as oh. soon as we hang okay. up and I pack up, I'm going to the uh, Scottish Highland Games, which we haven't been to in three years. Thank you, covid uh, <laughs> you're welcome yes exactly we, we always love doing that it's it's stupid fun we're not even scottish but i don't care it's great <laughs> love it that's fun and it's, you jerry uh, uh you go first ruthie and then i'll think of something <laughs> okay no problem uh i've i've just um I guess life has been good. It's been good. Yeah. I mean, like we've done a few weekends at cottages with friends. Um, it's been really fun spending time with my family and my friends. Uh, but I guess the thing that is making me really happy this week. So you all know I am a huge thriller, um, horror kind of fiction person. Um, but I, I, I stumbled upon a book 
that is completely out of the the genre of books that I read. Um, I don't know what genre it falls under. I I want to say it's like it's not rom com, but it's like it's like um, it's like if de- the Devil Wears Prada meets Entourage. I don't know what genre that would be. But um, the book is called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and it's really good. It's so fun. It's such a fun summer read, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. And it's about this um, journalist who gets an opportunity to interview a really, really famous actress. She's, like, in her 80s, and um, this actress has, like, a bunch of scandals and has had seven husbands, and um, the, the actress basically says... Uh, I want you to work with me to to do something special. And it's it's really cool. It's a really fun book. It's like, like I said, it's like Devil Wears Prada meets Entourage. I don't know what genre that is, but it is making me really happy these days as I'm reading it. Well, cool. And, and I knew what I wanted to say. I just didn't know how I wanted to share it. Oh, okay. So now I do. Okay, go. Uh, for, what was it, Ruthie? About two months I had to wear that brace? Yeah, it was a while. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have a, I had to wear a brace on my back and it kept me perfectly still so I couldn't bend my spine or my hips. Awful. And you think, well, you know, Jerry, you're in a wheelchair that probably isn't such a big deal. And you're right 90% of the time, but then imagine trying to sleep. Yeah, that's, that's the part uh, I was like, oh, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. It got, it got removed. And now that it's the, the spots where it was attached are healed up. My God, I'm getting such good sleep. Oh, yay. It's, it's, I just feel like a completely different person. Oh. And that's what everybody told me. They, apparently, I was really mean for a couple months. And uh, well. I'm sorry, not sorry, but now I'm not, not as mean and cranky. Well, That'll change. Well, but. we, 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 we <laughs> still love cranky Jerry, even though we don't really think you were that cranky. You're actually, I think you're too hard on yourself. Oh, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to, to do something about no i won't i like to be hard <laughs> on everyone including me but yeah that that's made a a big change and hopefully the the reason that it was on there in the first place that that has helped and I, I the rest of my life can be a little bit better and less filled with pain and i'm not whining and crying i'm glad i was able to get it taken care of well we're really happy that you were able to get it taken care of and yep. um Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's it. But uh, thank you so much to our listeners every week, whether you're listening to this in the morning, afternoon, or evening. Thank you so much. We are very grateful and privileged to be able to have you listen to us. If you're listening to this in the evening, why? Go out and do something fun (laughs) before winter comes and you're stuck in the house with COVID. Agreed. And on Ah. that note, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Adios. Later.